Please open your Bibles to that portion of Scripture and join me in reading God's Word. Let's all rise in reverence to the Word of God. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. Praise God for the leading word. You may now be seated. Good morning. Some of you may be wondering why I will be preaching to you this morning. Something came up and the doctor needs rest. Don't worry, it's nothing critical, okay? Just please pray for him. The title of today's sermon is Give Me This Water, based on John chapter 4, verses 11 to 15. The text portrays a scene in which Jesus contrasts the water from the well with the living water that he provides. He thus provides a veiled response to the query of who is greater. In addition to satisfying, the living water turns into a spring that wells up to eternal life. The woman understood the meaning of Jesus' words and requested the living water. The significance of comprehending the gospel and seeking Christ, the only one who can meet humanity's spiritual needs, is demonstrated by this experience. The verses emphasize Jesus' omnipotence since he provides what Jacob's well was unable to. Flowing water that satisfies spiritual thirst and erupts, erupts as a spiritual spring from within. So point number one is seeking clarification. Let's read John chapter four, verses 11 to 12. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than Jacob? Sorry, are you greater than our father, Jacob? He gave us this well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Although it was highly unusual, the encounter, because of the racial bias, the woman still engaged the Lord in conversation. 
she asked where the Lord gets the living water. And then she asked a loaded question. She asked if the Lord was greater than Jacob. We'll be tackling this later. So, the Lord planned this engagement. As stated previously with our context uh, in previous sermons, instead of traveling around Samaria, he traveled through it. Usually, that's what they did. But despite the hostility, he pursued his purpose to meet the Samaritan, the Samaritan woman so that he may engage with her. And she responded to the initiative of the Lord with a discussion. Our next point is Jesus explains. This tackles John chapter 4, verses 13 to 14. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. This is referring to the water of Jacob's well. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. So, the Lord explained to the woman the difference between the water at the well and the living water that he offers. It was an indirect answer to the question of who is greater. Not only will the living water satisfy, but it will also become a spring. So, in John chapter 1, verse 51, it said, Jacob dreamt of angels ascending and descending with God at the throne. Jesus revealed that it was, it was him who Jacob dreamt about. So, if you just joined us recently, or if you don't remember that sermon, you can go to our Spotify or our YouTube and re-listen to the sermon. It's entitled, More Disciples. So, we already know the answer to the question that the woman gave Jesus. It was stated previously, Jesus is greater than Jacob. Jacob could give them a physical well, but the Lord Jesus offers a living water that quenches spiritual thirst. And there is a spring, a spiritual spring that comes from within, from what the Lord offers. The third point, give me the water. Verse 15, it says, the woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. So, after the Lord explained the difference between the water in Jacob's well and the water that he gives, the woman asked for that living water. 
it showed that she understood what Jesus was explaining, what the Lord was explaining to her. She saw the difference because she asked for it. On the other hand, she could be chiding because she failed to grasp the idea. However, everyone who understands the gospel really understands the gospel. They should ask for the living water. What's the living water? It is Christ himself. Everyone who understands the gospel would know that Christ is above all, and only he can satisfy the needs of our spirit. What are we to do with this information? Application point number one, be clear with the gospel. As believers, it is our duty, it is our duty to proclaim the gospel with utmost clarity and conviction. It is crucial that we communicate the essential elements of the gospel message who Jesus Christ is, his sacrificial death, the significance of that death, why he had to die, as well as his resurrection. In Christ, we find the boundless love of God. However, for those who do not believe and who do not obey, the wrath of God remains upon them. So let us not preach a gospel of love without wrath. Let us preach the blessing and the warning to all. Point number two, in application, explain the gospel. As followers of Christ, it is our responsibility to explain the gospel message clearly to others. Central to this message is the person of Jesus Christ. He is not merely another teacher or prophet, but rather he is the Son of God, who came to save humanity, us, from sin and death. In engaging others about the gospel, it is important to clarify any misconceptions, any misconceptions that they have, that they may have about who Jesus is. We know who the Lord is, we study, and we know a lot of people don't have the right image. So it is our duty. We must explain who he is. We may also do this by sharing our own personal experiences and testimonies. 
as well as point them to the authoritative teachings of Scripture. It's in the Bible. It's all in the Bible. When in doubt, have them read Scripture or read with them. Point number three, guide others. As followers of Christ, it is our responsibility to share the good news of the gospel with others. However, it is equally important that we communicate in a clear and understandable way. Furthermore, we must guide others in their new lives as believers. It is an ongoing journey of learning and growth. Your responsibility does not end at proclamation. You've studied more. You've read more. And by God's grace, he gives us understanding. So let us give, let us give these to others. You may have had a misconception about the Bible before. Make sure when you proclaim the gospel and the person is willing to listen that you clarify those things. Guide others. It goes without saying this includes deepening, deepening our understanding of what we believe and applying it to our daily lives through obedience, following the word of God. Even if you do not want to, because it is Lord's commandment. What is sin is sin. But what is not sin is not sin. By doing so, we can help others to fully embrace the transformative power of the gospel and experience the abundant life that Christ offers. Life in the Lord is beautiful. Amen. Amen. Let's help others experience that. Please allow me to read a piece of poetry by our senior pastor, Dr. Ed, entitled, Greater Than All. Are you then greater than Jacob? Jesus, Jesus explained why it was so. For this water from Jacob's well, it helps, but it does not save from hell. Water, we need for our bodies. Jacob's well and other copies are all good, but for temporal. What Christ offers is eternal. Therefore, let us not dare compare he is above all, we declare, greater than all, greater than us. 
His precious name is is Christ Jesus. Let us all rise and let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this morning, the time, the energy to come here to listen to your word, to listen to your word expounded. Lord, we pray for understanding for everyone here. understanding of your word, of your scripture, understanding of John chapter 4, verses 11 to 15. Give us the opportunity to proclaim your word. Give us understanding over your scripture, a great understanding of your scripture so we may also teach it to others. Use us, Lord. Allow us, push us to always put you first in everything. In everything. In all of these things, we ask of you, Lord. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the fellowship and the fellowship of His Spirit, be with you all. And God's people, say, Amen. thank you, and good morning. <laughs>